Hello and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And each podcast, we get together in the bath and we bring ideas from the outside world and the insides of our brains. And we wash them down, these ideas that we bring, and we have a look and see if they look any better. We've got a lot in for a deep clean today, haven't we, Sam? (laughs) Well, sort of. I feel like like I've been on... um... You know, on a quick wash, you set your washing machine to just 45 minutes because you've got to go out soon and you spilt pasta on your T-shirt. Like, that's what my ideas have been this week. Yeah, it's been a bit of a tight turnaround from our, our last two episodes, which are about drinking. Um, who knows yeah. what is going to come up today? Yeah, we're back on the themeless bandwagon of mystery where we don't know. I don't know what Chris has brought. I mean, no. this is how it, how it usually works. I don't know what Chris has brought. Chris doesn't know what I've brought. I feel like we've both made them this afternoon. Uh, is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I made all mine with a, within about three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I can't wait to find out what yours are, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so much enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, no, this is... It's, it's difficult. It's been so long that we've actually sat down in the bath again. So we're back in the virtual bathroom. I'm in. I'm up a mountain in France. Chris and is I'm definitely in, uh, Chapel Town. In Chapel Town Studios, I can see him on Skype. Hey, let's make this a popular podcast, Sam. Oh yeah, let's, let's try and some... make this one really popular. We tried yeah, to do okay. that with episode fifteen, and we didn't do it. We didn't no, do it we... at all. And then sixteen and seventeen. <laughs> oh, they despite... were right off. Well, yeah, we didn't try to make them popular. Maybe they'll be accidentally popular. Maybe, but yeah. So come on, let's let's really you know shape up a bit here and um, try and uh, zip it along. How yeah. about we tell the bathers out there what they could expect from today's show? Like you know, like GMTV at eleven twenty-five, yeah. we'll have Philip Schofield eating a jam donut. <laughs> well, so. coming up on today's show, we've got the usual mix of strange talking and unusual songs. Also, Chris will be probably eating some mini hot dogs, and Sam's going to be drinking wine. And of course, we have the regular segment where Chris and Sam solve your problems. And perhaps we'll have a mystery guest. Tell them all. (laughs) (laughs) And who can forget the amazing uh, impressions that Chris always does? And uh, the fashion segment with uh, fashions for around the bathroom, different kinds of shower hats. Lots of towels, basically lots of towels. Lots of towels, mostly towel fashion. Wow, what a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff we got. Yeah, how, up on how the show. are we going to pack it all in? Uh, we'll find a way. Editing, yeah. Sam. Editing. <laughs> so the first uh, dispatch of today's show is yours, Sam. Oh yeah, it is mine. Um, so as of recording, this is the fifteenth of February, and uh, yesterday, of course, was Valentine's Day, and I thought, oh, how timely! I should write. I should write a love song uh, for Valentine's Day, perhaps for my darling girlfriend. We, of course, were doing Changeover, which is the hardest day of the week. So we did literally nothing for Valentine's Day. And I looked in our archives because I wanted to post something on the Facebook page. The, the most loving song we have is actually more or less a love song towards pizza. More specifically, the um, the sexual <laughs> aid that is garlic butter. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so I wanted to write a love song, a nice just any kind of love song and it was just impossible because whenever i tried to write a love song it would j- i would try and make it like funny or stupid or like i, c- I could never make a sincere love song like mm. i really like elton john and you know elton john just writes these beautiful sincere love songs and even a song that's about you know love songs <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so what I've done is done kind of an annoying thing, which is write a song about writing songs. Uh, but I've I've also just kind of made a very simple song, uh, just me and the ukulele, uh, recorded it on my phone, and it's just a very simple song about how I kind of failed to write a song. I wanna write a non-ironic love song Please let me write a non-ironic love song I just keep getting all tongue-tied I just can't express my true insides, guts and all I wanna write a non-ironic love song Please let me write a non-ironic love song Elton John does it all the time But I have to compare you to my wine Rosie, I'm drunk, I wanna write a non-ironic love song Please let me write a non-ironic love song I don't know what's wrong with my brain But this truly is driving me insane Just like you, I wanna write a non-ironic love song Please let me write a non-ironic love song I think I might just give up now Because I'll never be able to tell you how I just love you. Oh. There you go. That felt uh, (laughs) non-ironic. Oh, did I accidentally write a non-ironic love song? Well, I don't know. It kind of tread a line a little bit. Yeah. Because the plea for wanting to write a non-ironic song whilst being in the middle of an ironic song gave it an emotional weight... Aww. That it otherwise would have lacked because, as everyone knows, the ukulele is like musical shorthand for saying, "This is going to be this is going to be self-aware <laughs> and lightweight on emotion." <laughs> and I can't figure out how to play more than more strings than I have fingers. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've no, doesn't. All, you've got emotion in your heart, Sam. Hey, you only I've... need three or four chords to do that. Yeah, that was four chords. <laughs> I've learnt four chords and I'm sticking to them. <laughs> that's the that's the amount of chords that um are in the word love. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> I <have not laughs> the amount of chords that are letters in the word love. L O V E A B C D. Just imagine if there was a chord L O and V. How many songs would use that? You could transpose what they <laughs> would be if if you like moved up the alphabet, yeah, we're not going to work that out now. But E is one, so E is yeah. one. You could just play it all on E. <laughs> See, this was the thing. I was like, I was also looking at. There's a few other things about this in that I was looking at all the songs. I I, I just really like Mario's songs that we've had on the show, and he's he's bare, He did that sync song. My sync is blocked, <laughs> uh, and there's nothing to that song, and it's amazing. So I was like, I've got to, I've got to write a song like that. Mario wrote a song and there's nothing to it, and it's amazing. So, and no, also, I enjoyed that. You kind of, um, you were singing it. Uh, it felt like with you know real emotion, and then at the end of every like verse, like there was a little like pop of reality, or yeah. you know self aware the guts and orbit. Yeah, like, uh, I can't do this. <laughs> um, I'm singing about love now. I'm not really. I'm joking. I'm singing about love. And stop it, please. Don't associate me with uh, love in any way. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, isn't it, to write a real, yeah. like a real song? Because I, st- I was having a conversation with someone about this recently, and I actually, I still find actual love songs odd because I don't, I can't understand the emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how can anyone? How can anyone feel like that strongly about a human or a thing yeah. that they want to write about it? And then the person who was talking to about this said, "How could you write about anything else? It's all that matters, love and death." And I was like, "Yeah, but I want to write songs about 
Oliver Cromwell inventing the pizza. That yeah, interests me way more. It's uh, It seems a bit silly that love and death are the most... That it's not the most important thing that matters. Because you no. barely spend that much time... It's all the, it's all the distractions that you dying. create to avoid those two things. <laughs> they're the better. They're way better. Yeah. That's anyway. why sport exists. Yeah. I did nearly write a song about... Oh, that's Maybe I'll save that for another time. Hey, don't give it all away, Sam. No. Uh, don't give it all away. That could be for another popular episode of this podcast. Oh, well, yeah. Um, sport is very popular, Chris. So Yeah, maybe we should uh, get up on that uh, bandwagon. Yeah, the sport definitely. bandwagon. Sport. Sport. Sports. What do we call it? People love call sport. It? Do we sport? call it sport? Singular. Just I think we just sport. call it football, don't we? Because there's, <laughs> yeah, there isn't any football, other ones. Really. I don't know. Down here, it's all, it's all skiing. It's all different types of skiing. That's not sport. That's falling down a hill with sticks. Yeah, very fast, very quickly. It's oh, quite yeah. impressive. Anyway, we don't need to get into skin. I guess there we'll is a skill. That. I guess there is a skill to intentionally avoiding death <laughs> in a situation that you've created. Well done, well done. I'm just as skillful at that by sitting on my settee. Yeah. I did exactly the same thing as all of those guys. <laughs> Didn't move. Didn't move. Didn't have to. Didn't die. I tell you what is also popular in today's modern world. Um, computers. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Keep with me. Keep with me here. And more specifically, computer games. Uh, ah. I don't really like computer games. No, you don't. I hate them. <laughs> but maybe for the sake of this podcast and trying to make it a bit more popular and appeal to the kids, uh, I attempted to play a computer game. Is this an audio let's play? Uh, I don't know what that is, Sam, because I don't, oh, there's, <laughs> I don't a, know there's a whole genre of like YouTube videos, which is people playing computer games and talking about them as yes, they play them. it's one of those, in audio form. This is an idea I've had for absolutely ages, but I've never like actually done it. Because I, I would just do it too sincerely and be like, oh, I really like this game. Oh, it's really fun. Uh, so here it is. Uh, this is me, Christopher Delamere, reviewing a computer game. As has been documented on the podcast before, I don't like games. Uh, more specifically, I don't like computer. Ga- I don't like board games either. But I don't like computer games. I think they're stupid and dull. Um, and anyone who plays them uh, must have no imagination whatsoever. I don't really believe that, but it makes me happy how angry. Uh, some people will have been hearing me say that just now. Um, but why? Why didn't? Why didn't I ever get into computer games? Maybe it's because uh, we had no internet in my house until I was fifteen. Maybe it's because I was busy doing a few other things, like sitting alone in my bedroom, setting the Jabberwocky to music. Um, I think mo- most of all, I didn't like computer games. Because I was fucking shit at them! And I couldn't be bothered to uh, put in the time and effort to get good at them. So, I thought I'd have a try. See if I could actually get into one. My lack of patience is just... I've never given it enough time to get into one. So I turned to my younger brother, uh, Patrick. uh, Because he's a 21-year-old man. I imagine uh, he'd know how to guide me in the way of computer games. So he guided me towards a game, a strategy game, a campaign game. I don't, I don't know what the, the terms are. It's a computer game, yeah. Uh, and it's called Age of Empires 3. Not 1 or 2. I hope I don't have to have uh, played 1 or 2 to get it. To determine the fate of an empire, you must conquer the new world. That's the first words on the back. 
The makers of the award-winning Age of Empires franchise bring you the third instalment of their highly acclaimed series. They're making it sound like a HBO drama. Command one of eight mighty European powers grappling to conquer the new world. Gain wealth and power for your home country and colonise vast uncharted territory. I mean, it does sound quite fun when you put it like that. It's a lot of legwork though, isn't it? To set up an empire. I reckon the amount of time and energy you have to expend to create an empire on a computer game is probably more than if you you know just got out there and took over a few countries. I'm sure that's probably a lot easier, a lot less time consuming. I'm not really planning on doing that anytime soon though. I suppose that would be that'd be a step up in my career though. Emperor of the New World. Nah. I'll just play the game instead. Right, so Better open it and uh, have a look. What? Why is there... Already? I mean, I've not even put a CD in the bloody drive yet and I'm already lost. There's three discs. Why is there three different discs? Disc one, disc two, disc three, they all say... Alright, oh, disc one is the... Right. Is this part of it? Is this how you expand your empire? You have to first have to first conquer disc one, the install disc. And then you move on to the two game discs, disc two and disc three. God, imagine getting to disc three. Wow. I can't believe there's three fucking discs in there. It's probably worth noting at this point that my computer is is dying. Dying! Um, we don't know what of yet. Te uh, like a technology tumour. Or, um, oh, it has, it has recognised that though. That's, uh, that's a good start, isn't it? First step into creating an amazing empire. They will be quaking in their boots. All the other eight mighty European powers. I mean, that's another consideration. I think I've got to choose which one of the eight mighty civilizations uh, that I, that I want to be: Spanish, British, French, Portuguese, Russian, Ottoman, German, Dutch. I'd like to go for Ottoman because no one gets to. So you can't get to do. You can't. You can't be Ottoman. You can't be the Ottoman Empire on FIFA, can you? I don't know though. Never played it, but. That would be good. It's a nice little throwback. Very retro kind of uh, civilization, the Ottoman. Not Ottoman Empire. Uh, so, what am I doing? Right, yeah, I've put the disc in, haven't I? Put the disc in. It's not done anything, though. God, computer games are hard, aren't they? Right, I can see it. Double, Just double-click it, do you reckon? Oops, we're in. Oops. Is it going to do it automatic, or should I? Should I? Should I have a policy of appeasement and just let the CD do what it wants to do, or should I get into diplomatic talks with the CD and see if it how it feels about installing? This is this is what the empire is all about, isn't it? It's all about negotiation, communication. Right click, install. Right click, install. Right click, install. Right click, install. Ooh, I think we might have made a breakthrough. No, no, we have made a breakdown. This installation cannot be run by directly launching the MSI package. You must run setup.exe. Fucking hell, I didn't know getting an empire was this hard. It's making a lot of noise, though. That noise is representative of the natives who uh, are, you know, shouting hard against their colonial oppressors. Uh, me. Um, and my computer is the poor, tattered land... Uh, that will soon be reinvigorated by 
the installation of train railways. No, I'm getting confused now. That's like Indian Empire. Fucking hell, I'm losing it. Uh, <laughs> how do I do it? Age of Empires. Let's go in this folder. We're looking for an EXE folder. And then we can sell the EXE folder to the British, which will hopefully, you know, sort of, uh, I don't know, like a Louisiana purchase style, you know, palm them off with something. What was that, Louisiana? That was the French and the French and the British. Was it the French and the British or was it the French and the Americans? I don't know. Hasn't happened yet, has it? Because we're still... We need to discover what's going to happen in the... Jesus Christ. Age of Empires. Right. Uh, age 3 launcher, do you think? No, that's not going to work, is it? Nope, can't do that. System error. God, I just really want to get on with starting this... Um, this empire. My troops clearly aren't ready because they would have... Um, they would have attacked this. They would have taken the initiative and just taken over the computer. I think we need to go back for training. Back to the Ottoman... No, Turkey. Ottomans? They're the Turkish, aren't they? Right, lads. Let's get out of the disk. Drive. CD drive. Let's get out of the CD drive, guys. Because it's not happening. <sighs> we need to recoup. Recoup? Recoup. Recoup, recoup, if we recoup, recoup, recoup before we try and attempt the coup, recoup, don't know, uh, go back to Turkey for a bit, is it Turkey, I'm sure they had bits of something else as well, let's go back to our empire that we got at home, do a bit of training, maybe wipe the CD a little bit and then see if we can, uh, see if we can start expanding that empire. Uh, oh god, oh god, make it stop. <laughs> Computer games what? are really popular now, Sam, so I thought that'd be a good idea. Nobody has CDs anymore. Who, where did you find this? Uh, I was given this by my brother. <laughs> Is that not how you play computer games? No, I don't. Is that I... not the whole game? Installing it? <laughs> I haven't used the CD in I don't even know how long. I think my uh, brother was maybe the worst 21-year-old to get uh, <laughs> to help me out with that. The sound of your CD drive attempting to read that disc is just... It gives me chills. I just want to make it stop. Take it out put it out of his misery. <laughs> well, I did eventually. Yeah. Have you gone for a second attempt? No, no, no. No, um, no. We're planning was... an attack in the spring. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've played a lot of Age of Empires 2, so I was excited to see what your review of Age of Empires 3 was. Um, clearly, I'm, <laughs> clearly I managed to install it, so I, I got a bit further than you, so maybe yeah. I was a bit more advanced in the game. I can't believe that. I can't, I can't even imagine what installing it must be like. <laughs> I do hate games, though. Like, I did, I did think, is this a good idea to make a, a games thing? Because then I'm just going to say something about games to you and then you're going to speak about games for a long time. <laughs> I won't enjoy that in any way. I am resisting this because this is a thing that I passive... It's a weird situation in that I very rarely play games because if I... Here's me getting started, but if I start playing games, I don't stop playing games. This is why I don't play games, because I get hopelessly addicted to them. And then it's just like the only thing i do for like days and days and days and that's my pro that's my problem with them i like i imagine if i ever got good at something if i if I ever got good at one and i had the patience to wait out those early stages where you work out what's going on i would then yeah. be stuck and then but i don't appreciate like the investment of time on a goal that is like someone else completely arbitrary yeah but it's like somewhat it's defined by someone else's imagination it's all yeah. predetermined like you finish the game you've won what do you do then i imagine yeah. people must be killing themselves constantly as soon as they finish a computer game because what else have they got to live for well this is the weird <laughs> thing about games. so there's certain games where they just go on forever i mean this is why people get hopelessly addicted to things like 
World of Warcraft or, you know, these big online things or like even yeah, Counter-Strike yeah. or something like that because it's you play against other people, multiplayer, like, so you can play it forever. And, uh, but then there's other games. So games is one of those things that is clearly kind of a bit pointless because people spend a lot of time justifying how useful it is. <laughs> So it's always like, oh, games, games are art. They are, they have this all whole artistic merit, and it is kind of true that you can get, but it's so it's very rare that you get like a truly kind of. It's like reading a novel. Like people are like, oh, the games is like, this game's like reading a novel, and you kind of have a story. It's like an interactive storytelling thing. You do often hear that said, don't you? Like nowadays, people saying, why aren't games treated with the respect that they deserve? Yeah, I mean, they are. just as good as films and all this. Yeah. I guess the point you're making is, if they were, people wouldn't have to keep saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) To enforce this uh, revisionism. Yeah, that's not strictly true, and I feel a bit bad about saying it, but... (laughs) I don't feel anything about it, because I don't really know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Ignorance is bliss. Um, So, yeah, that's my take on games... Yeah, shit. I kind of recommend that you don't play video games either, because you recommended that to me. Yeah, the bathers. I think just generally because they are, I don't know, they do suck. They're like time sucks. Like if you start, if you actually start playing Age of Empires three, we would not be having this conversation right now because you would still be playing Age of Empires three. Yeah, I'm really glad. I'm really in a way. I'm really, really glad that happened. As painful as it was for you to listen to. (laughs) Davis and Sam Uh, I'm really glad that happened yeah yeah because I've had I've skipped whole I've lost days like you start you're just like oh just play a little thing and then it's like two days later (laughs) and what do you get at the end you get the same thing that everyone else who has completed it gets like nothing (laughs) you get oh done it depends what it, it depends what it is so there's things like Age of Empires are just like time sucks because you just you can play it for like five hours and it feels like half an hour has passed. They're so long you kind of never finish them. Uh, I don't know, what do you get out of it? It's just entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) But the very thing that you're saying, like they suck time. Yeah. They also kill time and people are trying to do that a lot. People are trying to distract themselves from both love and death, Sam. Don't forget about that. Oh, yeah, of course. And games do a that. lot of that. Games yeah, are really definitely. helpful for killing all of that. All of that wonderful fresh snow of life that you have ahead of you. Just yeah. pisses away all over it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Distracting you from all that love and all that death, which the- no one needs. Because that's <laughs> not popular. Games are popular, Sam. People don't need love or death. They need computer games. Yeah, exactly. And so and does how- this podcast. <laughs> I wonder what you would be like if you play games. I'd probably be know. a nut. I'd probably be a complete nut. That's I think another thing. I think another part of it is if there's I a, was if I was into them, I would not be a nice person. There's a lot of gear involved as well. I know you, Chris, and like you would happily spend a lot of money just to get the right gear and not really just as long as it works. And it's very easy with games to spend thousands of pounds creating something to play the game. And you would do that. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's called throwing money at the situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm crap at this that. game. I clearly need a bigger computer. <laughs> or what, what I do is I'm crap at this game, smash the computer to bits and go, oh, I need a new one now. <laughs> anyway, that was computer games. I hope that was popular. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, uh, I think we're oh oh god I forgot there's a whole like Lincoln very <laughs> very short piece that I've got uh, for you Sam which is entitled half-assed computer game theme it's like twenty seconds long you could listen to it three times in a minute <laughs> uh, and that's math Sam yeah can't right. argue with that do you want to listen to it yeah. Oh, that was great. That it's was right, great. It? It's yeah. actually 15 seconds long, so you could listen to that three times and have a little bit of time to... Sp- Wait, what is... What's four 15 times, even. S- four times, full, four, full four times? Yeah. 
60 divided by 15. Thanks, Sam. I'm glad you're here. That was um, good. I very yeah, much enjoyed that. It's like that. A, a theme from a, like a SNES game or something that I just didn't... I wrote the first line for and then went, <laughs> ah, let's end that. <laughs> if anybody makes a communal bathroom video game at some point, obviously there'll be an 8-bit version of the, of the theme tune. And then that'll be like the victory thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Successfully That's completed good. the show. Do, ba, do, 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 do. Yeah, very forgettable, and let's forget it. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Chris, the next uh, dispatch is mine. You know what's very popular? Very, very popular on the internet, especially. I spend a lot of time on the internet, and I know you do this as well, but there's there's always a lot of lists on the internet. Mm. Everybody loves a good list, and uh, there's certain keys to a good list. It helps if it's a prime number... So you're like, oh, that's an unusual amount of things. <laughs> and it and it helps if uh, one of them's surprising for some reason. Yeah, so basically what I've done, because this was an idea I had and turned out to be probably the easiest thing in the world, was I've created a list of lists. And of course you have, yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure you know from some of my previous dispatches that I like listing things. Mm. So this was super easy. Took me no time at all. Um, but yeah. This is 19 ways to list. 19 ways to list. Number 18 will surprise you. 8 ways to slam a door. 12 ways to laugh at no jokes. <laughs> Three ways to be audio nude. I I'm in the nude. I'm in the nude. Hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? I'm in the nude. Seven surprising nuns. There ain't none. See, it's a it's a pun because there's zero. Four apple varieties. Granny Smith. Jazz golden delicious cocks. Six things you can hear right now. Me talking. That that's one of them. Uh, number two, you thinking about me talking. Um, number three, you thinking. Can you can you really hear thoughts? Can you really hear you thinking? Uh, four, the vibration of the hairs in your inner ear. Uh, five, your breath. You can just hear it a little bit. Number six, uh, not your breath because you're holding it because you think you're so clever. Number seven, your breath again because you have to. Breathe to live. Seven uncommon names. Ufert. Poivatakak. HC. Semicolon. Oijer. Organization. Dulkumbadai. Kof. Joyce. Id. Sakritaquek. Fifteen common names. Clapham Common, Rodborough Common, Fairhurst Common, Clapton Common, Derrick Common, Ealing Common, East Sheen Common, Elton Common, Farnborough Common, Eelbrook Common, Ham Common, Hayes Common, Keston Common, Old Oak Common, Palewell Common. Two lemons. In in my fruit basket, there's just two lemons in the fruit basket. It's not really a list, there's just, there's just two lemons in my fruit basket. Nine ways to pretend to work. Typing noises. Reading intensely. Frowning, sighing, grumbling, sending an email about every hour or so, saying things like, oh, I'm swamped, asking the time, and then acting surprised at like how late it is. So you're like, hey, Jim, have you got the time? He's like, oh, it's quarter to four. Oh, already? It's already quarter to four? Whoa, day's gone so fast. I've been working so hard. And then just, just have Excel open. People always think you're working if you've got Excel. Why else would you have Excel open? Five ways to pretend to pretend to work. Number one, sit at a computer. Number two, just listen to your boss. Number three, complete tasks in a timely manner. Number four, ask relevant questions when you're unsure. And number five, uh, just provide an excellent service. 17, Ken Dharma tricks. I'm an expert on this. Big cup, small cup, base cup, spike, aeroplane, bird, flying top, earth turn, one turn, aeroplane, lighthouse, lighthouse, somersault, jumping step, spacewalk, swirl, super flamingo, around the world, hanging whirlwind, fast hand scoop, spike. Two, hands. 
Uh, left hand and a right hand. See, it's right there in front of you. Three more hands. Big hand, small hand, and the second hand. A clock. Did you get it? 73 ways to stop listing things. Oh, I fell, I fell right into that trap. <laughs> <laughs> 73, are you fucking kidding me? That was uh, like the whole of the internet. Yeah. At this moment in time. Yeah. In what in one dispatch. Well, yeah. There you go. I did particularly enjoy the uh, work-related... Um, <laughs> Pretending uh, to work. Cre- creating the veneer of productivity. <laughs> particularly the... Uh, it's never half three already, is it? <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. It's a good one, that. I've kind of got nothing to say. <laughs> you said a lot. You've, like, covered e- everything in one dispatch all right then we'll um we'll let's move on, move on to uh my last uh, dispatch of this episode this is an idea i've had for a really really long time and it's uh a trailer for a new radio drama oh hitting dab radios very soon but not really because it's fake this is the radio medical drama Come on, junior doctors. Follow me. Quickly. Quickly. Somebody call 999. Look, this hospital receives 6,000 new patients every day. And the staff are overworked. There's been a terrible accident at a local music festival. It's not just about your budgets, George. It's about patient care. Anyone want a tea or coffee? Do you want tea, love? Yeah, milk? Right. It's a radio medical drama. He's bleeding out. Quickly, get my medical equipment. It's a radio We're losing him! Drama. I never told you enough, son. It's a radio. I love you. Medical I know that. I'm dying now. No. It's a radio <laughs> medical drama. Wow, just exciting, exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What's what's gonna happen? Oh, so many things. So many <laughs> things going on in that that show. That since uh, it's like um, every medical drama from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the idea, Sam. That's Fantastic. the idea of uh, you know parodic works. What you do is you you take the tropes uh, that are expected of the program, and and then you you hype them up a little bit. To the point where people can recognise them and go, ah, I recognise that. This is a work of parody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, fantastic. It was a, it was a very exciting introduction to the radio medical drama. The radio medical drama. I always th- <laughs> thought that was a very. It's a very. You've never. Have you ever heard of a radio medical drama? No. I mean, there is radio other dramas. Like, yeah, sure, but the artist mm-hmm. takes place on a farm. Like, there's no. Yeah, but it's not really about farming. <laughs> well i did that was actually my original idea i had so many ideas for this I, I didn't know which tack to take it with my original idea was it was a, a radio drama that was made on the cheap and so what they did was they um they used the archers sound effects library <laughs> as their main resource and so they would be like oh we need to do an emergency tracheotomy and then there'd be a noise of like birthing a lamb yeah. uh, played over the top um, but you know, I didn't do that in the end. Uh, yeah, it seemed quite high production values, really. Uh, thank you, uh, Radio Four are interested. Wonderful, very much mm. enjoyed that future classic. What radio medical drama? Yeah, yeah. Once again, I particularly I'm... liked the um, <laughs> emotional farewell between a, <laughs> a dad and his son. I also liked Nina, Nina, Nina. <laughs> Oh yeah, real real Doppler effect there. So yeah, yeah. I, I ran past my own microphone <laughs> in my room. If you can imagine me running past my microphone trying <laughs> trying to uh, recreate the Doppler effect uh, caused by a speeding ambulance. 
Uh, I think that's a, that's a real insight into my life. Uh, yeah, that's when he walks in and you're just running around going, That's the sad reality, I'm afraid, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, medicine's popular, radio's popular, drama's popular. How could we not cash in on all of this? Exactly. I mean, Casualty's been on the TV forever. And ER? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you used to watch, you watched ER all in one go. And you said you could watch people visibly age as you were watching it. I said that. Yeah. Oh my god. You got really obsessed with ER at one point. I did get really obsessed with ER. Being like, watched... oh my god, ER, and I was like, I'm never gonna watch that. <laughs> you know what I've done as well though, Sam. Like th- even worse than watching ER. <laughs> I've watched it all twice. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know. I honestly could not tell you why. Surely you know all the twists and turns now. (laughs) I do, but it's like... It's like... Alright, well maybe I don't play computer games. But that's my... That's my my time-sucking device. Yeah. To distract me from love and death. Actually, that's a really terrible thing to try and distract yourself from love and death watching ER, which is all about the interpersonal relations between doctors and nurses in a in a county hospital in Chicago. And a lot of death! Yeah. Terrible idea. What was I thinking? I should have played computer games. Oh my god. <laughs> and I watched it twice! <laughs> oh, what a waste of a life. Feel like you're having an existential crisis on the, on I, the podcast. I am, Sam. <laughs> Next time you see me running around my room, going Nina, Nina, I'll be Nina, Nina, ing myself straight into an institution. <laughs> Chris, you know what's popular? Uh, no, Sam. Clearly, I do not know what's popular. Religion. Religion oh, is. God very popular and yes. uh, a sort of cornerstone of religion is prayer now mm. another thing uh in my life right now what is also very popular are snow sports i mean basically literally everybody i see on a daily basis uh their entire livelihood or hobbies include snow sports so what i've done i thought we we could uh well you'll, you'll know this uh when when do you do kind of the prayers in church what sort of stage of church is that what do you mean, like the Our Father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that when they're sort of consecrating the host, which is, you know, quite, quite. It's towards the end of the mass. Okay, are we about there? We're, we're <laughs> about, we're about there in podcast form, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, I've had this idea for for a very long time. It's uh been causing some severe brain crack, as it were, in my brain, consistently. Basically, it's a it's a Lord's Prayer of sorts. Um, to the most relevant God to us right now, which is just uh, whatever gods control the amount of snow that falls. Um, so if the bathers and uh, Chris would like to bow your heads mm. and, um, and pray with me. Our weather, who art in heavens, snow be thy name. Thy bluebirds come, thy hills be bombed. Make earth like it is our heaven. Give us this day our daily shred, and forgive us our first tracks, as we forgive those who first track ahead of us. And lead us not into crevasses, but deliver us from avalanche. For ours is the mountain, the powder, and the glory. For ever, all winter. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Did you have to look up the Lord's Prayer? No, I didn't actually. Did I just you know? know it. No, it's, I, very, I, it's, it's very like impressive for a. Uh, <laughs> how do we call what do we call, what do we call you guys? I don't <laughs> I'm the I'm the most lapse of laps. A heathen, yeah, a heathen. <laughs> no, I'm the most lapse of laps lapse Catholics in the. Uh, in I, that you weren't ever one, really. No, I got I got out right after christening. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't help shaking, you know, when you said um, religion, re, re, you've tied religion and skiing together. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps Jesus would have been able to come down from Calvary, uh, you know, when he was on the cross. Yeah. Up on the hill there. 
on Golgotha. Yeah. And if shred the mountain. Bit, if there was a bit of snow on the ground <laughs> and he'd taken himself down off the cross and he converted all of that wood that he had at his disposal into some into sticks two for skis. his feet and yeah. sticks for his hands. I mean, he was a carpenter, so, you know. It's not It's not outside of his capabilities. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, he was also the son of God. Like, he could have probably just gone, fuck this for a game of soldiers. I'm going to turn this into magic skis. <laughs> And I like to think that maybe that is the Jesus that you were praying to. Yeah, maybe. Just now. Yeah. Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think our podcast is becoming more popular? I don't know. We've given it a good old go. Obviously, we have given it a good go. Um, our natural inclination is not to be, clearly. <laughs> We did actually we've, we've talk. tried to hit some marks today. I Religion, did mention this. Radio drama, ago. love songs. <laughs> you know, lists. Yeah. Lists, lists are like the most popular thing most in the world right thing. now. Exactly. After, like Kanye West or something. Yeah. If Kanye made get, a let's list. Let's not get into him now. That is stupid. But, <laughs> but um, I think, you know, this could be really good if only we were different people with different brains. <laughs> and different aims. But uh, we've got exciting things planned for the future. I just, I just, yeah, we might be doing a podcast in person. What do you mean? <laughs> well, well, we're going to be doing it for every single person who listens to it. We're going to no. go to their house and perform. Oh, I'm just gonna. This, I've had a few ideas. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna tell you all my ideas now, just really quickly before we finish. Uh, so okay. I've had one idea. Uh, bathers out there, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast this long, you actually like the podcast. And on our Facebook page, I think we currently have 96 likes. Now, everybody loves a base 10 rollover. So I was thinking, I haven't discussed this with Chris, so I'm just going to say it, and I'm going to hope that he doesn't edit it out. But if you're the 100th person to like our Facebook page, we will both make a dispatch about you uh, for no good reason. So I, d- I don't think we should post this anywhere. And just, if you've listened to this, just like the Facebook page. And if you're the 100th one, we'll make things about you. We might even get in touch. I approve. I think that's a good idea. I mean, I am a little bit worried. What do you say? 96 likes? Yeah. So we only need four. So we only need four, but I reckon on 96 likes, we've probably maxed out all of our friends (laughs) who we've asked to like it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the the 100th person is going to be someone we don't know. Yeah, great. Of all of the people that we do know, the hundredth is going to be someone we don't know, and then we'll have to make a dispatch about someone we don't know. Fantastic. But we like a challenge, Sam, I guess, don't we? Yeah, like, yeah, we? yeah. Mm. Like, I love singing, like, the theme tunes that Chris made about me to myself, which I, now I say out loud sounds really vain, but whatever. Really weird. In the shower. So you could have one of these as well, sometimes in the shower. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, we're on Cornucopia Radio as of today. Yeah. As of today, that was quite exciting. Chris knows more about this than I do. Uh, I've been speaking to a man called Peter at Cornucopia Radio, which is an internet radio station based out of Sheffield. Uh, They feature lots and lots of uh, podcasts, and uh, there's some comedy on there, including us, if we're going to be in that bracket, I guess. Uh, We're going to be on Mondays around 7pm or at 7pm it's a very randomized schedule so it might not necessarily be at 7 every time but yeah we're on there now which is kind of exciting it's nice to like say monday's at 7 <laughs> like like <laughs> we have to a the slot. bathroom yeah. yeah yeah so maybe you're listening to this at about 5 to 8 on a monday or something uh so hi hello cornucopia radio that's cool um uh, could, could we give them uh <laughs> promises that we might not necessarily fulfill oh yeah okay should we give them something if you if you are yeah if you are listening to this on cornucopia radio right now and you email us at communalbathroom at gmail.com and say hey guys i'm listening to this right now on cornucopia radio the time is exactly this time um what will we do something nice we'll for just you? reply and say thanks <laughs> we might make a song about you you don't know uh no send us a poem Send, you, you can't Just send, send us, us a an email unless it's in uh, sonnet form. <laughs> that's, that's the rules, Sam. Come on, okay. we've got to have rules. 
Okay. That's how and... you get popular. <laughs> With rules. Yeah. You know what? People love rules. Rules. People love rules. Hey, stick to the rules. You'll love that. Oh, I've heard this. I've heard this term mentioned twice now, and both have been in reference to us, sort of. But there is apparently a Sheffield podcast scene. Oh yeah, for reals. Um, and Chris was on another podcast, Strike Comedy, recently, and that was mm. the first time I've ever heard people met someone say the phrase Sheffield podcast scene. So apparently, there's a scene, and I'm not even there. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the key players in the Sheffield podcast <laughs> scene, and you're based in France. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, but if yeah. you're also part of the Sheffield podcast scene and based in France, send us an email at canadianbathroom uh, oh, yeah, at gmail dot com, and we'll send you uh, a we'll send you a baked brie in the post. <laughs> if you're part of the Sheffield podcast scene, just get in touch with Chris. I'm sure I'm sure he'll like to meet you. I do live here. My telephone number is uh, not available. <laughs> Just message him at Spine Trolley. I don't know. Yeah. And maybe we'll have a podcast crossover. Chris will come on your podcast. You can send us some dispatches. Let's stop saying things we don't mean. <laughs> Let's stop making promises we're not going to ever be able to fulfill. We've said a lot of things here, Sam. Let's wrap it up a little bit here now. Okay. I've I've heard housekeeping around recently, and uh, well, they've been up to something. Uh, let's just put it that way. So they're definitely going to come in after us and clean up a bit of this mess. But brace yourselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like I've not I've not heard from housekeeping for a while. No, they're she, still knocking around. She is one of my. It's not a lady. It's not she, a man either. They. He, you know indiscriminate of gender um <laughs> i love them and it would be nice <laughs> to hear from them again uh, so thanks for listening to dispatches from the communal bathroom see you later and don't forget to wash behind your ears bye, bye babies bye housekeeping hello bathers i'm back and i've been trying some new things out uh well drop a beat What's knocking on the bathroom door? Get off the can, pull up your drawers Housekeeping's here and I'm busting in To get some cleaning, I'm dusting in Cracking down dirt, grease and grime Now you'll step back, the time is mine To spit rhymes, spit bars and spit shine And the improper forces in time I'm on the mic, I know what I like That communal bathroom Facebook site Well, we always need all your dispatches. Record something cool, real, and fun. The communal bathroom 